Welcome everyone to another episode of the Local Success Podcast. I am your host, Ricardo Flores. We continue our mission to admire, get inspired, and take action. My guest today is one that I am sure will inspire and motivate you. He is the owner of Superior Fitness Center in Santa Barbara, California, Jordan Kirkendall. Jordan is living life with a passion and mission. He has created a gym that is not only to get in shape, but to be part of a community and encourage each other to be better. Jordan has an amazing vision for this gym and his journey is truly admirable. Enjoy our talk. Thank you so much, Jordan, for being here with me today. I appreciate taking your time. Yeah. I know you're a busy guy, so. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, I want to have you on because when I made this podcast, I thought of people that are living life with a mission, with a vision, and mm -hmm. I know you do that and I admire yours. Yeah. So I, Thanks, I really man. appreciate it. I want to talk to you just about your journey, yeah. how you got to where you are. So mm -hmm. let's get started. Cool. Right you on. want to tell us a little bit about yourself, um, where you were born, when you were raised, and when your first, um, I guess, goals came to mind when you were little? Yeah. Uh, born and raised in Santa Barbara. Um, I guess, you know, like in life, you connect the dots when you look back. So, you know, when I look at times in my life that kind of oriented me in the direction I am now, it makes sense now. But in the present moment, you know, I was just going through it. Mm. So I guess in regards to the sort of fitness aspect of my life, that started very early on. Okay. Um, when I was very young, I had an uncle who was like into bodybuilding. Mm. And so I would emulate him. I'd watch him do exercises. Oh, I saw so those cool. big muscles. I was like, oh man, that's so cool, you know? And, uh, and then I would watch like, sports and I would watch these documentaries of the players training for the sports I'm like oh that's so cool you can you can work out and you can you know um, make yourself better faster by just doing you know certain types of training and that really intrigued me also I watched like different cartoons yeah. Dragon Ball Z was like <laughs> one of my favorite cartoons when I was elementary school and I remember those guys um, it's funny to that, think about that now that we're you know, older and into that but yeah they, they were showing those bodies as we were, they were yeah kids. exactly and it's just funny like looking back on how those kind of things imprint you as a kid and kind of inspire you so all those yeah. things like I'm very young like five to, to ten years old that kind of coalesced that within me and uh, and then when I was I was playing sports all grown up and when I was about 13 years old um, is when I actually started working out on my own mm, I would 13, do, 13 oh. yeah I would do push-ups sit-ups pull-ups planks sprints outside um, in the in the driveway just because I was inspired to become a good football player. Got it. Uh, I was going into high school and I just wanted to be prepared and I was very disciplined. You know, I, <laughs> I know it's, it wasn't very common, but for me it was, a lot of it was getting better at the sport, but also it was an outlet for me, you know, growing up, I didn't have the most stable home life, mm. you know? Um, so for me, that was something I could control and I, I could be disciplined with. Tell me a little bit about that because I'm 31 and I found discipline now. Yeah, <laughs> the last yeah. couple of years is something yeah. that I really want to focus on. I understand yeah. how important it is. For sure. How and when at 13 that already started happening in your mind? Yeah, uh, for me it was again like having control over something because in my life at that time I didn't have control over much. Mm. So it was it was a drive to become better and I knew what it took to get there and it was the consistency and the hard work. And so for me, it wasn't like I sat down one day, it was like, all right, I gotta be disciplined. Okay. It was just, I was very motivated to reach a certain goal and I understood what that took and through that process, I developed discipline, mm -hmm. you know? And um, 
and yeah, discipline is super important. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> motivation is kind of crap because motivation comes and goes. Okay. Discipline is there even when you don't feel like doing it, yeah. you know? I think it's good to get motivation, but if you're completely dependent upon being motivated, you're not going to go very far because of those times where you do not feel motivated. That's where discipline comes in. That's you know? powerful, man. Because mm -hmm. that's something we hear about so much nowadays. You know, motivation, get inspired and do that. Right. But if you don't have the discipline to do so. Totally. Yeah. yeah it's, it's easy to, to be motivated and do the things when it's easy to do. When it's hard to do it, when you get up and you don't want to do it, those are the most important times to actually do it. And that's when you're actually being tested, yeah. you know. So, so yeah, for me, it started pretty early on, and and just kind of evolved from there. And what are what are some habits that you think uh, can implement discipline in our lives? What are some things that we can do, or that you do, as an example? Yeah. Um, so first of all, setting a goal, okay. and then working backwards from it, whatever that is, and then putting the actions in place that will get you there. And then again, in those moments where stuff's going to come up, stuff's going to come up where you don't want to do it, mm -hmm. where you don't feel good. Those are the moments to practice discipline, just like a muscle, you know, like in the gym when you're working out, right? That bar is getting heavy and you're trying to push it. Mm -hmm. That struggle is for a purpose. That moment of pain, that moment of discomfort is the moment where you grow and get stronger. Just like when you're practicing discipline, that moment where it's hard, it's difficult, you don't wanna do it, in that moment, realizing that that's an opportunity to become better and be more disciplined, that's where you exercise that discipline muscle. So just like with anything, it takes practice, it takes consistency, um, so yeah. Awesome. That's yeah. so cool to hear. That's something we hear about nowadays so much, but mm. I think people forget the importance. And the one thing I hear, I hear the most about successful people talking about yeah. the podcast is they have discipline. Yeah. They, there's a burning desire in their minds to accomplish what they want to, and you cannot do it without discipline. For sure. Absolutely. Cool. So that was in high school. Um, that, acted your whole life. Uh, yeah. What happened after high school? Yeah, that was a little bit like before high school when I started work 13 right before. And then, yeah, once I got into high school, I really got into uh, sports and training and, and from there kind of evolved and I was so into it that I was actually able to kind of coach some of my teammates wow. so that coaching aspect kind of set in uh, early on in my life and uh, yeah I got my first personal training certification when I was 19 and started working at a gym and uh, coaching you know people from all different backgrounds and um and yeah, and then and if we want to get into my 20s and how my career kind of zigzagged back yeah. and forth between like the medical field and, and fitness, um, again, just connecting the dots, looking back, it all made sense. Yeah. Real quick, in high school and after that, how did you handle distractions? I know we live in a town mm. where, you know, it's drinking is prominent, totally. going out and partying is kind of all there is to do. So, yeah. I mean, in sports in high school, you're kind of part of that crew. So, yeah. How did you manage that? You know, and that brings up a good point too, because you can be really disciplined in one area of your life mm. and then very undisciplined in another area. That's interesting. So for me, I was super disciplined when it came to working out and exercising. But again, I had, you know, things that you realize as you get older, you can look back upon and kind of grow from and go, oh, okay, I, I know why I was doing this because I was trying to escape somehow this way. And for me, Working out was an escape and also a way to get better, but also I did party and I did, you know, you know, ditch class and like do the things that weren't in alignment with what I knew was right. But because in that time of my life, I wasn't, I wasn't disciplined in that area. I definitely slacked off. Mm -hmm. So it was like this weird dichotomy. I was like, I would party hard on the weekends <laughs> and then Monday get up early train, uh. you know, that definitely didn't help my training, but, um, 
yeah, so for me, it was a struggle and I didn't really, you know, um, get disciplined in that other area of my life until I was like 20 years old. So through my teens, man, oh my gosh, I got in trouble. Oh, wow. I was, <laughs> I was not, I was not perfect by any means. So it was, it was a huge learning experience, but I'm very thankful for it because for sure. it taught me so much. Yeah. You and I said a young age too. I mean, we have people our age now realizing those things, not right? Oh, so totally. Yeah. So then, okay, after high school, you choose a route. Tell us a little bit about um, the medical, what you were saying. Yeah, so I got my first training certification when I was 19. I did that for a couple years, and then actually got a job at the YMCA as the director of the personal training and wellness department. Mm. Super happy about it. I was like the youngest director there by a lot, yeah. and, uh, and it taught me so much about business, taught me how to budget, taught me how to have employees, and, and all that goes into it. And I did that for a couple years, but what I didn't like about it is I was behind a desk a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's great for some people, but for me, it just wasn't me. I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, and so, so after that, I uh, decided to uh, potentially pursue a career in uh, physician assistant or or become an RN, a nurse, because I really I like working with people. Yeah. You know, that's been a trend every single job I've had is working with people, helping people. And so, while I was going to school for that. I got a, I got my certification uh, EMT license and that was at city college and that was so much fun man but not easy to get right? not easy to yeah. get you had to definitely work hard at it but um oh it was such an awesome experience but they so, just unfortunately they don't pay emts that much yeah. man it was like unfortunate yeah it was like minimum wage but it's like kind of an entry-level job yeah so i did that for a couple years uh and then at the same time i was also coaching at dos pueblos a football team okay. doing the strength and conditioning program and uh and then that kind of went on for a few years then once I got all my prerequisites done to go to, to PA school, I had this really good opportunity um, at the gym I you know have now. Mm -hmm. um, Dustin Aliano, the yeah. owner, he he really was such a good friend of mine for so long, and he let me come in. He was kind of on his way out. Let me come in, invest in the gym, buy all new equipment, basically make it my own. And and I had a choice to make, you know, like okay, do I do I follow through with this PA school or do I like really go for it and take a risk well, you know I know for sure is about. <laughs> yeah I know for sure that the PA school and nursing I know exactly what to expect with that this other thing I don't you know but there's so much potential there and it's and it's an opportunity to create something of my own and really influence others with something I'm passionate about so I took that leap man and when I took that leap it was December 2019 okay oh wow I had I had yeah I, I was like okay I'm gonna do it and I bought all this equipment man spent so <laughs> a lot of money on, on all this stuff but I was I was by, by then that gym just a little uh, background on it Superior yeah. Fitness yes. on the west side of Santa Barbara one of the coolest gyms I've been to I mean yeah. as far as a community a yeah, group setting is sure. you're just lift you're there to build each other up yeah, which yeah. we'll talk about in a little bit but okay yeah. so the gym's established but he, you're given the chance to make it on your own exactly yeah he basically let me like take all the old equipment that he had. I bought a bunch of new equipment, completely repainted the room, just changed a lot of things um, for the better, in my opinion. Right. And uh, and then so 2019 was when that happened. I was like, let's go, let's get ready. New Year's coming up. We started getting the ball rolling, going really well, and then boom, the lockdowns happened. Yeah. And I oh, was man. like, oh crap. Like, all right. <laughs> Let's figure this out. And so we there was like a lull there where for a few months we couldn't do anything. And then they said, okay, you can 
you can work out outside. So I'm like, okay, heck yeah. And so I literally turned our parking lot into an outdoor gym. Yeah. Brought the racks out there, brought machines. There was this, do you remember the yard? Was that there when yeah. you were there? Yeah, so yeah. that back back area, this it was a lot that was just dirt and a mm-hmm. bunch of trash that was just not being utilized. So like we cleared all that out, leveled it out, took the turf that was inside, put it outside, made the best with what we could do. And so anyways, I mean, to be honest, real quick, real quick, when I went to your gym, I had no idea that you guys adjusted to that. I thought yeah. that was the goal of it. So yeah. just to show you how good, <laughs> yeah. how good it came out. Yeah, totally. Because <laughs> I thought it was just, a, you know, something different. We don't have this in town, right. outdoors, and you're able to do yeah. it. So that's And that was a silver lining, too. Right. You know, it was like in the moment, it was like, crap, we're struggling. We got to figure this out. But now we have this outdoor square footage that we wouldn't have otherwise utilized. Yeah. I mean, you realize you know? we live in one of those best weathers in town. Oh, my gosh. Totally, <laughs> US, man. So. Exactly. But I, th- I think you only don't want to work out outside maybe, what? five ten days a year if that <laughs> <laughs> right right other places here we're just lucky yeah um but yeah so anyways uh lockdowns happen and everything and then luckily that passed and and uh, i don't remember exactly what time frame that was but it was like probably about a year after finally able to go back inside finally able to utilize what you know i had in mind anticipated for right. and i had in mind so built this awesome community and uh and shortly after that, about nine months to a year, Dustin, he has a big family now. Mm. He, he has four kids. So it's hard in Santa Barbara, right. you know, to make it here with a big family. So he made a decision. He just told me one day, he's like, Jordan, I'm moving to Tennessee. I'm like, what? wait, what? You're moving to Tennessee? And he's like, yeah, I just got to do it. I just got to go for it. Kind of like you did. He's like, right, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, go for it. I totally. And, uh, and he was like, I want to sell you the gym. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> let's do this. So anyways, oh, that. yeah, that, story. that that all came together. And um, and we're kind of in the process right now of getting a lease together. He's in Tennessee, so we're doing everything over the phone. And again, going back to the, to the idea of how you connect the dots looking back. Mm-hmm. You know, as you're going through the journey of life, you know, follow follow you know what you know is right follow your values follow your passions and just keep going keep going don't give up because you'll reach a point down the line where you can look back and be like oh that's why you don't give up this all makes sense all these dots previously Mm -hmm. have all prepared me for this moment right now you know so Anyways, that's like a, a quick little background of where I'm at right now. And uh, going forward, it's um, you know buying the gym, really implementing all the things I want to change and make happen. And yeah, just live out my dream, man. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the mission of this gym. So I feel like you could have easily opened up a gym like Gold's or something where yeah. it's all about meatheads coming right. in, getting the workout on. Right. But like you said, you build a community. A, when did that vision start? Yeah. B, how have you managed to do it? And C, what's the future, like you said? Yeah, so um, for for me, exactly. Like, the gym culture itself, mm-hmm. on average, is very, like, superficial. It's right. very um, external. For me, I'm all about the internal. You know, everything starts from within. So when I have a client come in and they say, hey, I want big biceps or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm like, why? You know, like, because it look good. I'm like, no, why? Yeah. You know, <laughs> what is the energy behind what you're doing? And to me, that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be, you know, somebody's going through some sort of struggle in their life and, and you got to dig deep. You know, you got to dig deep because if you stay on the superficial level with anything and you try to pursue a goal within that superficial sort of lens, 
wins, you're going to fade out. You're not going to make it. You got to have such a strong why behind what you do. And so for me, <clears throat> that's a super important variable when I'm training clients and for myself and the whole energy of the gym. It's not about how big your biceps are. It's not about six packs. It's not about that. It's about why are you here in your journey? Mm. Don't, don't worry about what the person next to you is doing. Why are you here? And then on top of that, building a community of people and establishing a culture that supports people from all different walks of life. I don't care where you come from or what you're doing. We're not competing with each other. Right. We're here for each other. You know, yeah. so that has been a really impactful and special aspect of the gym is that all walks of life, people, people, uh, for example, like in the group classes, right, we'll be doing certain weight training lifts mm -hmm. and there'll be somebody who's doing, you know, like 50 pounds, but that's their max and everybody's cheering them on. Mm -hmm. Let's go, let's go. And then somebody else is like doing, you know, 200 something. The cheers are just as loud. Right. The energy is just as impactful. The goals are just as beautiful, you know, but it's just about where you're from or, or where you're at. And and having a community that supports that and doesn't judge you for it. And it's not a superficial lens that looks at people in that way, but rather looks internal and sees the energy behind what they're doing and why they're doing it, you know? Um, so yeah, that, that's a huge <sighs> aspect for me in, in the gym. And then also a huge thing that, that I want to continue to do and that we're doing right now is make it a family-oriented gym. Okay. So. We have a nonprofit that we run out of Superior Fitness. It's Solid called Foundation. Solid Foundations. Talk a little bit about that. I, yeah. Yeah. So, so my buddy Gilbert, he owns it, yeah. and uh, it's such a great program, man. It's something that I really wish that I had growing up. So, kind of a, a gist of it is. Monday, Wednesday, Friday are the days that the Solid Foundation classes are held. Monday is mixed martial arts. So they do like jujitsu, they do kickboxing, wrestling, all, all kinds of stuff, which is really cool. You know, I, I think it's very important to be able to know how to use your body in that way, you know, just for defending yourself, but also just have the confidence that you know you can if you need to, yep. you know. <laughs> and, uh, and then Wednesdays, we do work ethic, which is where Gilbert has this warehouse out in Goleta where there's all you know tools saws hammers nails all this stuff where they build things they teach the kids how to work with their hands teach them how to be competent with their hands you know there's something really powerful about that Absolutely. you know building something and and being like hey i did this with my hands so they they learn how to do all these cool little projects they can sell them for commission and then Friday is is my class. We do the fitness class, and uh, and that is to really instill the importance of fitness, and also make it fun. Like that's the most important thing, man, is making it fun for the kids because the ages are five to eleven, so they don't have very big attention spans, but they have a ton of energy. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know? I was a summer camp counselor once. Yeah, for yeah. The, those exact ages, and right. yeah, not easy. Yeah, so you got to make it fun. And that's what we really focus on. And I think we do a very good job of it. Yeah. So having that at the gym is super important to me because, again, it just reiterates the fact that all ages, all walks of life, there's something there for you. And there's something within the community to support that. And yeah, it's just cool to see some of the parents too, like they'll drop them off at the class and then go get their workout on. I'm like, yes, like <laughs> awesome. That's like, the best. Yeah. Just for anyone listening and curious, how do, they, how do they sign up for this gym? Is it, how do they 
The Superior Fitness? Yeah. No, specifically Solid Foundations. Solid Foundations. So, yeah, you can go to... They do a lot of their stuff through Instagram. Okay. So, Solid Foundations on Instagram, just like that. Okay. And, uh, And they have, like, a link in their bio where you can get all... All, all, all the memberships. So, like a, a basic membership for all the classes is a hundred dollars, okay. and um, for just the fitness class, it's forty dollars. Okay. Also, if the kid has financial aid, like let's say they get free lunch at school, they can just bring proof of that, and we can give them a scholarship. Awesome. So, yeah, all uh, socioeconomic backgrounds are welcome, and we okay. kind of provide for them. And since we're on it, um, as far as um, Superior Fitness, I had the pleasure to take one of your classes one time. Yeah. And you killed me. I mean, you're doing amazing. <laughs> but how, how were you able to market that? Because what I noticed there is, like you said, a, a lot of moms, a lot of yeah. maybe people that maybe fitness wasn't their priority, but now they're becoming it. And I yeah. see the post, and you know, a lot of people that go to your gym and just to see yeah. the motivation behind that. Yeah, yeah. One thing that uh, struck me when we were, you were talking is about you know comparing yourself to others. Yes. It's very easy for us to do. For sure. And especially in the gym aspect. How have you preached to the people that mentality of don't do that focus on your on your journey yeah i mean pretty much just that you know see them for where they're at Mm -hmm. and see the energy behind what they're doing and why they're doing it and focus on that (laughs) you know it's like it's like a constant um especially if you know like you said we're human beings so naturally we do that you know and especially in that type of setting so it's like an exercise in discipline in that regard disciplining your mind not to compare to other people focus on your journey we all have different backgrounds we all have different genetics right so somebody you see on instagram and you're like i want to look like that like sometimes no matter how hard you try you're not going to look like that (laughs) you know so (laughs) that's something very important especially for young people starting off because they see this on social media where you're supposed to look like and that took me a second to realize you know my body's different yeah and i had to come to a point that is just say okay this is what i'm going to do for me this is what works and what doesn't exactly and having gratitude for what you do have you know um that's another big thing too along with not comparing people you know when you go to the gym you know when you're going there practicing gratitude is a huge thing Mm. because we get to wake up we have a functioning body where we can go to the gym we can move it around you know, not to get morbid, but that, that could be taken away. Absolutely. You know, at any moment. Yeah. So so when you work out, thinking about that, oh my gosh, I am I am so blessed to be able to use my body in this moment, to sweat, to, you know, push this weight. It's a beautiful thing, you know, and it's so much about the perspective in life about anything. But, you know, when it comes to training, your perspective's huge in the results you're going to get in your life. And, um... So yeah, that's a huge, huge aspect as well that I like okay. to focus on. And I think we got sidetracked, but we were talking about the, the vision, the future of, of the gym. What do you yeah. see it going in the next two to five years? What do you see it going? Yeah, so the future of the gym, uh, further, um, furthering the community that's there, thinking about ways to reach out to the community. Mm. Something that I really like to do um, is... For example, classes we've had recently, we do donation-based, where we do donate to a specific charity, things like that. Also, like getting out in the community mm. and doing actual things with our hands. Solid foundations, we do like a beach cleanup, oh, wow. for example. You know, so not just going to the gym to improve yourself, right. but thinking about the big picture as well improving your community so that's a huge aspect that i really want to focus on as well especially on the west side our little neighborhood there can use a lot of help in a lot of ways um and then 
growing it in ways where I want to bring other trainers in mm. who have their vision, who have their goals, and set up an environment to where they can flourish in that way. Um, to talk a little on that, why why do you think it's important to bring other views? Other, it sounds like you're pretty open to the idea totally. that I don't know everything, right? Yeah. So, so help, yeah, help. But that's pretty interesting to hear someone that. Like you, that you could say you already made it, but yeah, you're still always taking advice. Oh so my gosh! How important is yeah. that? <laughs> I think the moment you stop learning is the moment you stop growing and living. Oh, you know, good. I am a constant student of life. I, I love learning people's perspectives because you know we get in our own lives. No matter how open-minded we are, somebody could give us a perspective from left field where we're like, "Whoa, I've never seen it from that way." You know, or even somebody you don't agree with you know, can help you change your perspective in a way. So yeah, very open to people's uh, different perspectives to help me grow, to help the gym grow, and to humble myself too, you know, and learn from others. That's, that's a huge, huge thing for me, surrounding myself with people who are smarter than me, people who are better at things than me, you know, is very important. And it takes a level of humil humility, you know, because yeah. like, like, you know, if you feel like you're really good at something and somebody's like, actually, no, like, do this X, Y, and Z, sometimes the ego will come up and be like, no, well, no, I, I'm doing it this way. It's just fine. You know, it takes, it takes a, like I said, a level of humility to step back and be like, okay, you know what, maybe, maybe there's something to that. Maybe not, maybe not fully, maybe fully, but there's something you can grasp from it and, and being able to have that as a skill makes your growth exponential. Absolutely. There's a quote or something along the lines that says, um, you know, if you look around the room and you're the smartest person, you're in the wrong room. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. So that's interesting. How have you managed to maybe cut off or escape from some friendships yeah. or some, you know, surround yourself with the right people? It's, it's easy to grow up in this town and kind of keep everyone totally. around. But we get to a point that if they're not helping our growth, we got to move on. That that's a huge thing, man. Yeah. And, and yeah, like friends you've had forever, you know, they, good people doesn't necessarily mean they're bad people. And it's sometimes hard to let those people go because it's like, I've known this person forever. They've been my buddy. And it's not that you have to like be screw you, get away from me. Right. But you do have to understand that you're, this is another quote too, and not even just speaking financially, but your network is your net worth, mm. you know, not mm -hmm. even just financially, but you know, uh, growth, growth, mind, growth mindsets and um, whatever it is you're trying to do. Surround yourself with people who are better than you and on the same growth trajectory. So they could be in like a different field, but as long as they're of the growth mindset and they have similar values, it is so important to surround yourself with those people. So cutting people out of your life that don't align with that is pivotal if you want to take your life to the next level and it's not it's not easy it's not easy. it's hard to do yeah. you know and you may get pushback and a lot of times when you're growing in life too let's say you're with a group of people that you've been with forever right and you're like hey i want to change in this way i want to grow i want to take these steps to get better in this arena and sometimes when people aren't on that same page and they're not growing They'll look at somebody who's on that path mm -hmm. and rather than be like, hey, go for it. Yeah, yeah, support you. What, when you're improving in your life, it reflects to them that they're not taking the steps necessary to improve in their life. It's intimidating. So it's intimidating. It just triggers something in people. And, you know, I think we're all humans. We've all kind of been there before, but it's important to recognize that. And it's like crabs in a bucket. You know, if they see somebody rising up, they'll kind of want to pull you down a little bit, yeah. you know, in whatever way it is. So, Yeah. Another reason why it's super important to surround yourself with people who are growth-minded, who support you in your journey, 
and and also don't BS you. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like for me, there's nothing worse than somebody who's just patting you on the back just to pat you on the back. Good job, you're doing this, keep going. Right. But there's plenty of things you can be working totally. on. Totally, or yeah. just like completely BSing you, mm-hmm. you know? And some, some of my most appreciated interactions with friends is when they're like, dude, what are you doing, mm-hmm. you know? You are effing up huge in this area. Oh, you are not living up to your potential. You know, that, that can hurt if your ego's on the forefront of you. You're like, oh, what do you mean? I'm d-. But if you actually take it for what it is, and you're like, wow, okay, little wake-up call here. Thank you for that. They care. They care. I mean, that's the biggest thing yeah. nowadays. People just talk to talk, and, and the few people that really care, and there's not that many. Totally. And, and for me, that, that's so valuable. Criticism constructive criticism and being able to take constructive criticism yeah. is a powerful duo <laughs> so so yeah absolutely well jordan is there anything else you want to share with the audience i think this was if, if no one if someone needed this the most was me because yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm on this journey of trying to you know self-discovery and growing and i think i'm putting the right people in the, in, in, in yeah. these interviews that are helping me so much so hopefully yeah. inspires so people as much as it does yeah me. definitely i would say you know whatever your goal is set it and don't give up. And if you feel nervous or fearful about it, that's actually a good thing. Mm. You know, comfort is where growth goes to die. So constantly putting yourself in situations where, you know, you're calculated. You're not just going to take a crazy risk for no reason. Right. But go for it. You know, if you have something in your mind that you want to achieve in your life, go for it. There's something I like to have. I like to have a conversation with a 75-year-old Jordan a lot. Oh, you know? wow. And... And when I'm making decisions, I talk to him. I say, hey, <clears throat> check it out. Here's what I got planned. I'm going to write that down. That is so cool. <laughs> and, and because, you know, when you get to the, to the end there, like, you know, to the end of your life, it's not the things that you do that you regret. It's the things that you don't do. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times fear will take over and will justify us giving up. But have that conversation with the 75-year-old you. And chances are, that person's gonna be like, hey buddy, you only live once, freaking go for it. You know, so um, yeah, live life with enthusiasm, passion, it's not always gonna be easy. Don't look for happiness, it'll find you and it comes and goes, but just keep moving forward with your goals. You're gonna fail, it's gonna suck, but that's part of it, you know, and you only live once, so make it happen. That brings me to real quick, what is success to you? And has it yeah. changed over the years? Has it evolved? What does it mean to you? Yeah, now? yeah. So success when I was younger, I thought it was all financial, oh. right? I thought like, you know, gotta be loaded to be successful. But that that is not the case. I, I do think if you if you live in alignment with your values and your passions and you bring value to the world, you're automatically gonna get some sort of financial compensation right. that's all money is it's yeah. it's it's value mm-hmm. you know and um so so there's an aspect to it of that but the main thing is doing what you want with your life in your way mm. that aligns with your values that's success to me so you could be a ceo of a billion dollar company or you could be a mom at home raising your kids the way you want to creating the next generation of beautiful people mm-hmm. you know so it doesn't matter what it is find it within yourself dig deep and then just go for it wow that's powerful um when 75 year old jordan does go away from this earth mm-hmm. what are the two main nuggets you want to leave with people oh man 
A big one, like I just said, just don't give up. Yeah. Don't give up. There are so many times in my life where I look back and I wanted to give up so bad. <laughs> so bad. Everything kicked in, overdrive saying, no, no, alarm's going off. But, but I knew deep down what I wanted and what it took and I just kept going and I don't regret it. You know, so don't give up. Mm-hmm. That's the number one. Do not give up. Um, and also, find find out who you are. Know thyself. Mm-hmm. Take some time to really dig deep into who you are. So much, I think, of our culture is external, where we try to find happiness in external things mm-hmm. to fill a certain gap within ourselves. But you're going to be chasing that forever. And it's not fulfilling. So digging deep, taking some time to be quiet with yourself, maybe journal, maybe meditate, pray, whatever you got to do, but discover who you are and then find ways to love yourself and also find ways to make yourself better that you're proud of. Love yourself and be proud of yourself. And that takes work. Yeah. You know, so... So yeah, that's some of the nuggets. I think I got a few more that I can't think of, but <laughs> well, maybe next time. Well, Jordan, thanks so much. Yeah. Um, you're living a mission that I truly admire. That's why I wanted to have you on here, and it was inspiring to me. And you're gonna keep doing great things with the community. Yeah. So I'm stoked to see what happens there, and I hope we can have a, a, a reunion podcast later on. For see sure, how, how progress is going. Yeah. So, thank you so much, Ricardo. Appreciate it, Jordan. Yeah. Thank you all for joining us today. That was a really inspiring conversation for me and I hope it was for you too. If you're interested in joining a community built upon a healthy lifestyle, check out Superior Fitness and connect with Jordan. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit the five-star rating and follow us on Instagram at local.success. Thank you again and see you next time.